for an evening filled with paranormal, special guests, interviews, haunting stories, creatures of the unknown, and tales that will chill you to the bone. Brought to you by the UPRN Network and Pittsburgh Paranormal Society. Take a walk into the night with Sean Hey, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing this fine Tuesday night? Uh, it's 11 o'clock, and you're on into the night with Sean Kelly. We are on UPRN Radio 105.3 New Orleans. And I do believe it's the YouTube UFO Paranormal backslash UFO Paranormal. I do believe that's how you say So how's everybody doing tonight? Okay, I don't know if you were watching a little bit of the Chase and Prophecy show earlier, but we had a guy on who does exorcisms for the Catholic Church. Um, it, it was a pretty interesting show. Um, some of the stuff, you know, I had a hard time you know, adjusting to um, what he was trying to say. And it, it doesn't mean that I was getting, I was getting a little bit angry, okay? But for our guests, I kept my mouth shut, you know? But, um, and he, like I said, he, he worked for the, he works for the Catholic Church. And, um, and he's basically out of here in Pittsburgh. But, you know, it, and he just did a lot of Catholicism stuff. Everything had to do with the church. He had to go do this, he had to do that, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm not really going to get into it. So I'm just like kind of mellowing out here a little bit about it. But, you know, there are um, some, he did claim that he went to some houses to perform exorcisms when other paranormal groups were there. And you know what? That's true. I mean, there and I'm not I'm not knocking a lot of pair I know normal groups, but with you're a group and you go into a house and you just take EVPs and take pictures and just leave, you know, it is very possible that you could have uh, you know raised uh, you know the anger, you know, of the demon or or the spirit that was in the house. Now everyone, you know. Here's the word demon. Demon, demon, demon this, demon that, demon, 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 demon. But with my experience, it's not so much a demon. It's just like a really angry ghost. Okay. Um, and it's like, um, I'll give you a good, for instance, okay. I'll say like, you know, you know, I died and I'm here in my house. And there was a couple that came in, they bought the house and, you know, I like my wall that was polka dots on it. You know, I had polka dot wallpaper on it. And, or there was a certain wall where it was standing that I knew the wall was there. Wow. These people had the audacity to come in and take my polka, green polka dotted no wallpaper off. Or they kind of like took, um, they, they tore down the wall. Would I get mad? Of course I would get mad. Would I haunt them? I believe I would. You know, because they're destroying something that I have known all my life where I was living at. 
And now it's like totally different. Okay. But, and so that's what kind of like brings paranormal uh, groups to go to houses. You know, it could be Uncle Johnny who was a bad person. And Uncle Johnny was just causing a bunch of crap because he never got his way during, um, you know, when he was alive and he just wanted to cause trouble. But and then you got a paranormal group that goes in and it's like, okay, take a picture, some EVPs, and yep, you got a ghost and blah blah blah, and you leave. And you know what? That's that's gonna make Uncle John Johnny like really mad. You know what I mean? Really, really mad. And he's just gonna go berserk on your whole house. And yes, there has been times. There there have been times to where. Um, we have gone back to houses and we had to clear it out, you know. Um, now, I know the Catholic Church has a certain way of doing their exorcisms, okay. And I respect that. But there's also, you know, I, I mine's totally different. It might be praying and asking the angels in for help. You know, he said that's praying. Yeah. If it, if, I don't, I'm just asking them to come in, you know, and, and we take care of the situation. What, what bothered me the most about the man is that he didn't give respect to paranormal groups. Okay. Um, we broke the first, we break the first commandment according to Christianity and Catholics. Okay. And we're also considered paranormal investigators called necromancy. I'm no necromancy. You know, God gave me this gift to help people. He didn't give me, you know, he, not not to take their monies or, you know, like the dude said, Jenny said, to have an ego because, you know, I'm top dog and I'm going to go and I'm going to clear his house. My name's Sean Kelly and I kick ass when it comes to spirits. No, God gave me this gift to help people, to talk to the ghosts that are in the house. And so is my group. I'm not there to, um, like I said, be ego, ego about it or take people's money. If they have a serious problem, then we're going to take care of it. So um, I'm not going to really dwell on my beliefs of the Catholic Church. Um, I respect everybody's religion and what they believe in, but there are some certain parts of it that I just don't, you know, particularly care. And so I do have a problem sometimes when, you know, it's all about them. It, or not so much the, you know, the Catholic diocese and, and their people that do uh, exorcisms. It's more about how people are just so stuck on themselves, okay? You know, um, write books, go to classes, do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so you're doing all that. What about the people and other people that don't do that, that can't do that? He did say a word. It was, I'm just going to say charisma. C-H-R-I-S-M. I don't know what that word means. But that's the word he was saying. And there are people who are 
given a gift by God for prophecy, for helping talking to spirits, for teaching people. You know, that is a given. And and I know, I know, I know my story. I know my story, and it was a gift given to me by God. Okay. When I go clear a house, or if I go out and take an attachment off of somebody, okay, I'm I'm just God's like shell. You know, I'm his cocoon, the shell. I mean, he does all the work. I take no credit of doing that. Because if I decided to, hey, um, I can't, I'm going to go and do it myself and i got a big head. Um, I'm going to kick him out and ha ha, look at me. I'm, I'm bad. I'm this, I'm that. I'm good at what I do, blah, blah, blah. I have an ego about it. Then, of course, I'm going to get burnt. But no, I, everything is about God, okay? He does help me clear houses. And my other spirits, that I, spirit guides that I have, oh, excuse me, my earbuds fell out. And, and so I got a story I, I, I want to share with you. Um, and I never tell us, you know, it's funny. On my show, my show only is when I tell my stories. You know, situations that happened to me in the past, okay? Um, I remember one time when, whenever my ability became really, really strong and I could do all that, like clear ghosts and, you know, and help people from bad spirits or, or whatever, whatever I could do, I had an ego. And one time, and one time I did help somebody out. And this is the truth. This is a true story. I'm not here to brag. Um, one time I did something really good for somebody and I said, damn, I am so good. I can take on Satan. Is what I said. Well, you know what? God allowed that to happen. He allowed that to happen. And for three days, I will tell you, I couldn't move from my bed couldn't eat. He never hurt me physically. But he, he just made my life pure, pure, bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was terrible. So terrible, you know. And after the third day, um, as he was walking away, he turned around and looked at me and he said, if you ever want me to come again, just call. And I said, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. And then he turned around and he said to me again, he said, Sean, I give you a lot of respect. And I'm like, come on, Satan giving me respect? I said, what are you talking about? Why me? Why did you give me respect? He said, you never backed away from me. You kept fighting me tooth and nail. And uh, that, that was my iPad, I guess that's a Somebody telling me I'm full of crap, but I'm not full of crap. I'm being totally honest with you on that. And, and what I learned out of that whole situation, what God taught me was that, yes, Sean, you have this gift. But you seriously need to remember that um, 
in charge of it. Not you. Me. And there's a saying in Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, you know, you get the word ego. And in AA, when you get an ego, it was always taught to you that if you look at it, it's easing God out. That's an ego. And from that time on, that time, I never, ever, ever, ever did that again. All the clearings I did, all the investigations I did, all the people I've helped, and I helped many people. It was done with pure humility, true humbleness. And, and I accepted the fact that I'm just a shell. And I was okay with it. And I guess God kind of like said, okay, I'll give you one more shot. And I'm still doing it. So I guess he's saying, okay, I can still use you. You know, I can still use you. And you can help me by, you know, being, you know, my shell for me. And, and, and to me, that feels like really, really special. Okay. It feels like that God can actually trust me, you know, to use me. And that's all he's done is using me, but it's using me for the good. It's nothing for the bad. Okay. I truly believe, I truly believe that God will never let me get hurt. Okay. Um, it's funny. I am 285 pounds. I'm going to be 60 years old. And June 4th, remember that everybody, June 4th, I'm going to be 60 years old. And um, I went to the doctors a couple of weeks ago. They took the blood, got the test back. Everything's normal. Every test. And they did a whole barrage of blood tests. They He gave me a barrage of everything. All the tests that you could possibly get from blood. Okay. And the first thing that he said to me when I walked into his office, he said to me, where'd you get that blood at? I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, I'll tell you when I get in the office. We got in, his, in the little room there. And he said to me, your, your blood work is perfect. Everything's perfect. And I kind of smiled on that. And, and again, please, when I tell you this story, this is happening to me. This is my life. I'm not egotistical about it. You know, that that happened many, many times before where they draw blood and everything was cool. But I really believe, I really believe in my heart that with, you know, me being that, I don't like to say, it's a vessel. We'll say vessel. That sounds a little bit more better. Um, that the vessel that I am, that for all the energy and all the spiritual work and all of God's beautiful energy he gave me that he sent through me in order to do what I had to do it, it just kept me nice and healed up inside and and I'm, I'm grateful for that but for the longest time I had a problem with it because I couldn't figure out because according to the American Medical Association I should be dead really I should be dead I'm overweight I'm old you know you what's know, funny about that let me tell you about that. So I looked at the classifications of my age and my height and what the American Medical Association claims that I need to be at. And it's 171. 
171 pounds, my God, I wouldn't know what to do, you know. I would be so skinny, I'd be skinnier than the real. But for me, I know that doing what I do for the big man of God upstairs, okay, what I do for him, you know, it. that's, that's why I'm doing okay. I joke around and I tell everybody I'm going to let you live until I'm 133 and a half years old. Um, the reason being is because I know that I'm going to continue doing what I need, you know, being that vessel for God and to helping people, you know. So I'm pretty cool with it. But now I'm calmed down a little bit. So in return, I do respect the person who... Um, was our guest on Chasing Prophecy tonight. There was just a ghost that walked by my room. <laughs> but um, I, I have respect for him. And I respect what he does. And, and you know, God bless him for doing that. So that's a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of hard work that gets put into it. What, you know, doing an exorcism on somebody. Or clearing a house. Or, you know, stuff like that. But God bless him, you know, maybe he was supposed to be there. In fact, I have no doubt in my mind, he, he, he's like a vessel for God by doing this. So, but how about this? Mercury in retrograde. Okay. I want to talk about this for a little bit. It was like the last, since, Metro, since Mercury went into retrograde, oh my God. All hell broke loose in my, uh, with me, you know, and uh, and it happened today, too. It was crazy. It was on Tuesday. Uh, today happened. Like, I get up for work, get in my car, go to the A-plus, and I get my coffee, you know, as I pull into the parking lot, park the car, turn the car off, okay, listen to my music. And so I go in and get the newspaper, get the coffee, get my cigarettes. And oh, I jewel. I don't. I don't smoke cigarettes. I I, I vape. I guess if you want to call it that. And so I came back up to my car, started my car up, and I heard this weird sound in my car go boop boop boop, boop something like that. And my radio didn't work. My CD player in my car didn't work. Nothing worked. I'm like, oh hell. And I'm thinking, oh, hell, it's a couple more days. I'm going to be going up to um, Conneaut for my friend's wedding. And um, I'm like, I'm going to be traveling all that time up to Conneaut, and I ain't going to have no music. So I get to work, go to work, and then it's time for me to go to lunch. And I go out to my car thinking that I'm not going to be able to listen to the, to the radio when I'm on lunch. And um, so what happened was... Uh, I turned my car on, and my radio came back on again. Is that crazy? Is that crazy? The, the radio worked, and it's been working ever since. But, you know, they say mercury, you know, when it's in retrograde, that it really affects with electronics. It does. My car. My car today. So, after that was all done, you know, I had to make some phone calls, you know, for tonight's show and, you know, get a hold of my mom and see if she was okay and talk to my brother. 
And every time that I would make a call, it would drop. It would just drop. And I'm like, wow. I mean, I still had internet on the phone. You know, I could, you know, talk to my brother in Messenger. No problem. I couldn't make the phone call. And I'm just like, oh, I was getting, I was getting mad. Really, really mad. And so what I did was I finally ended up talking to Verizon. And what happened was um, they told me to check this out. Now, this is crazy. Check this out. He, it, they said, turn the airplane mode. If your airplane mode is off, turn it on, then shut it off. And I did that. And guess what? My phone worked. So I'm thinking, okay, Mercury, you got another one on me. And so tonight I'm getting ready for the show. I come up, turn on my computer, and then I go into StreamYard to go on our show, say some prophecy, and it says it's not working. I, I couldn't get it. I could not get my camera. I could not get my mic. And I'm thinking, okay, is this the last? They say three times a charm. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Not again. So what I had to do was shut my computer off and turn it back on. And it worked. It's like totally insane. So they say not to buy a lot of merc, you know, buy a car, do any electronics, don't sign no contracts, nothing like that, join Metro, uh, retrograde Mercury. And um, it gives you time to, to look back to like focus on your life and what are the good things that are going to that you want to manifest when when retrograde goes out and look at all the dumb stuff that you used to do you know because that's where you're at um and it's true okay especially the electronics you know <laughs> you know i was thinking you know what i want to go oh i am going to go get a truck you know I've had my car for, what, seven years now? No, eight years. And I'm going to buy a truck. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm on vacation next week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out there and look at a car dealer. I'm going to sign some papers, blah, 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 you know, look for my truck. I know what I want. And, um, and I guess, you know, not so much mercury, you know, being in retrograde but i think that was like the big man upstairs guy telling me now i'm going to do this to you sean and to your car and i'm going to do this to your phone and i'm going to do this to your computer you know the gremlins we call them and uh and i'm thinking oh okay i, I understand why you're doing this and and i'm thinking mercury's still in retrograde next week I think it's done June 2nd. I'm not sure. But um, that was funny. So I'm not going to get a car next week. I'm going to wait until retrograde gets over, and then I'm going to go out and get my truck. And I'm looking forward to that, you know. Uh, it's a little bit more spending money for me. And, you know, but it's time for me to get a new vehicle, you know. Um, it's not like I'm substituting anything for... Um, 
I'm not substituting, you know, for all the, the pain I'm in right now, you know, to make me happy because, you know, you go out, you buy something, you enjoy, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, it just wears off and you're back to being you again. And that's just like, you know, uh, in recovery, you know, you go out and you drink, blah, blah, blah. You drink because you're sad or you're happy, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you're not feeling no pain. But when you wake up the next morning with a, with a hangover and with the same problem going on, you know what? It's back again. And that is where I'm at. Um, so who knows what's going to happen? Um, I'm going to get to my well-being pretty soon. You know, there's a couple other things I want to talk about. But, you know, I, I, I am on TikTok. And there are people that put out personal stuff that are on TikTok. And they're not doing good. They're not doing good, you know? And I, I tell them, I leave them a message, so I'm praying for them and stuff like that, you know? But, and a lot of them are concerned about the full moon that we just had this eclipse. Now, I'm not really big into that, because, and not big into it. And the reason why I'm not is because I really don't understand it. So what I'm going to have to do is find a friend of mine, uh, any friend that deals with this kind of work, you know, or, you know, about, you know, full moons and the eclipse, maybe because it's screwed up a lot of people from what I have seen, you know, not so much on TikTok, but what I've seen at work and what I see out in, you know, in, um, in the world, you know, where I live. It's just really screwed people up. And it is very possible. But I, I won't know very much. I don't know very much about it. So what I'm going to do for next week, okay, um, I'm going to, you know, before next Tuesday, I'm going to talk to a friend of mine and find out why, you know, the full moon affects uh, people in a certain way. Um, I'm going to find out for you, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to tell you about it. Mm -hmm. And so that was my Mercury in retrograde. It was terrible, man. I was, like, really freaking going nuts. <laughs> I was really, really going nuts. But I hope everyone else is doing okay today. You know, I just hope that things are working out all right and that you're not affected by the full moon or nothing like that. It will get better. I really believe that it will get better. Now, what I want to do now is I'm going to talk about me. About me. And I haven't been good. Okay? I haven't been good at all. It was a rough week. And I caught myself crying. I caught myself being really, really depressed. It's like I didn't want to live anymore. But I had no thoughts of killing myself. But, the, you know, I didn't. 
you know, I tried it seven times before and nothing ever happened. It never worked, so I don't do that. But um, everything just happened, you know. I, I, it was just like I was bombarded by a lot of people, a lot of different situations. And they weren't happy ones. They were pretty bad ones, pretty bad ones. And I got depressed. And, and what really hurt the most is that I see other people around me at work they're the same way. Mean, miserable, angry, hurt. Not one smile off of nobody. You know? And this mental illness shit sucks. Okay? And it's not just, you know, with my depression. And I know there's a wide world of other kind of things that has to do with mental health issues. And I, I don't know what book, you know, where you're at in your life with your illness. But I want you to know that there is help out there. There is. And my Facebook page is totally wide open, you know, um, for it, if you want to talk. And then you message me and, and, and we talk and then, you know, I'll give you my number and we can talk more. Because I hate this. It's, it's nasty. It's really nasty. And to see other people get hurt. And what really, really, really sucks is that being an empath, a very, you know, a, a, a very strong empath, it's like a double whammy to me because I pick up on their feelings. I pick up on their hate, their anxiety, their depression. Whatever's going on with them, I pick it up. And what's sad is it's hard to shut off because you can't shut it off. And the only time that I actually find peace is when I'm by myself. And right now, I'm with you. But I'm alone up here in, in my attic where my studio is at and... I feel better. Every time I come up here and by myself, I feel a little bit more relieved. But I know the minute that I leave my safe place, I know I'm just going to go face the damn shit again. And then I'll go to bed. You know, I'm really tired. Oh, my God, I'm so tired. You know, and I'm sleeping a lot. And I've never done that before. I'm, you know, cut back a little bit on the eating, but it, not too much. Because <laughs> I like food. I really do. But, um, and then when I wake up, I, 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 before I put my head down on my pillow and before I close my eyes, I, I just, you know, thank the big man upstairs who I call God. Thank you for keeping me sober today. And please let me have a good day tomorrow. And then I fall asleep because I know he's watching over me, that my angels are watching over me. And I know that I'm not going to be, you know, around mean, nasty people or depressed people or just mean that, you know, people who are not, who are not nice and who are not happy. And it's not like I don't want to be around them. I want to give them a hug. I want to tell them that you're not the only one 
that is suffering out there. Okay? I want to tell them how much I do care about them and how I want everybody to get the help. I want to sit down and have a cup of coffee and just listen, be an ear for them. I want to do that. Because at one point in time, now see, every, there might be some people out there thinking, uh, you want to be a martyr. That's not the deal here, dudes, or dudettes. It's not the dude, not the deal. Not. It's because a long time ago, somebody sat down with me and listened to me, bitch. This is when I was getting sober. And they would answer my phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning because I wanted to take a drink. And they, instead of me taking a drink, I called them. I had people come to my house at 2 in the morning and take me out for coffee so I wouldn't drink. You know, and, and that was the awesome, that was awesome fellowship. And now it's my turn to repay. To put what they call pay it forward. Yeah, I guess. But it's my turn to pay it forward. I hate when I see people depressed and, and all kinds of stuff. And God only knows what goes through their mind. You know, I, I don't have a clue. But I know you're hurting. And I'm here. I'm here for you. I want you to know that. And and there's a lot of other people out there that are, are there to listen to you and to help you as much as you can. You know? So I, I had, you know, I was taking that drug, the new drug that I was taking for myself. And I got more depressed about it. More depressed and more tired and more lazy. Okay, and I was like, well, what the hell? And what's the crazy thing is, is that my mother saw that. She saw I wasn't right. She saw I was different. And so I called my doctor and I told him what's going on. And then I went back to my old medication, which I'm doing a little better. I wish that I could just snap my fingers like that. Just snap them. And, and just clear up everybody's disease. Whatever's going on with them, just snap my fingers and everybody be happy again. And love each other, everybody again. And, and, and just be a good person. Shit happens. You know, and a lot of people say, well, you don't have to deal with it. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. What I want to hear, what I want to hear is, Sean, I'm here for you. And if you need my help, I will help you. I definitely will help you. That's what I want to hear. Don't tell me to go out and buy a new car or go out and, you know, get a new outfit or, or go out and buy a house or whatever. This is a quick fix. Just a quick fix. Because sooner or later, I'm just going to come back and be in the same me again. You know? I just want somebody to come up to me and give me a hug. 
just give me a hug and tell me that everything will be okay. That's what I want. And I know just one hug from somebody and not wanting anything back from me would go a long, 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 long way. And that's what I want to do for you. I might not know you. I might know, never, ever see you. I might talk to you. But if there is some way that I can give you a hug and tell you that everything will be okay, I will. I will do it. I will try my hardest. And if I can't do it physically, I can pray for you. I can give you a hug mentally. I can do that for you. All you have to do is ask. It's not just one person that is suffering through all this. It's everybody. Everybody is suffering through it. And I know deep in my heart, honest to Pete, I know down deep in my heart that eventually we're all going to kick this. You know? You don't have to go out and get drunk. You don't have to go out and do a drug. You don't have to do that. All you got to do is make one phone call. One phone call to a help center, to any kind of, um, um, you know, a church, anywhere, and just call them and, and say, hey, I need help. This is what's happening to me. And I can guarantee it. I can guarantee it. If you will take that one step, if you would take the one step and say, hey, I need help people around you, I guarantee it's somebody, maybe one out of a hundred people, just one person out of a hundred people will give you that help. And that's all you need is one person. One person to do that for you. You know? And, um, hi, Holly. That's true, Holly. That's true. It's good to see you on here. I was wondering where you were at. I was wondering why you were so late, but that's okay. I'm glad you're here now. But, you know, everybody, just ask for help. I know I do. And you know what? I'm not ashamed of it. Everything will be okay. Everything, everybody, everything will be okay. And I still like that saying that I said last week and I posted on my Facebook page, Sean Kelly, you know, and my, my Facebook page, you know, it has the picture of a um, logo. And I said, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah, it's okay not to be okay. And I've lived by that a lot lately. But I am going to do something for me. You know, I don't know what, but whatever life throws at me, I make sure that I'm going to jump that hurdle. Not walk around it. If I walk around that hurdle, I'm done. 
because it's going to take me like forever to walk around that earth. You know, it'll take a long time, but we'll see what happens. You know, because I believe in you, and I want you all to know that is that I do believe in you, and I do care for you. And yes, I do love you all. And I know you're going through a hard time. So I will pray for you. I will pray that God sends you angels just to comfort you tonight. And then tomorrow morning when you wake up, all you have to say is, Lord, help me out tonight, today. Just help me out. And he will. He will definitely do that. And always remember, too, that he will never, ever, ever leave your side. Never. It might take a while for you to get, you know, whatever you need for your help. But eventually it will come. And I'm sticking to what I believe in. I, You know, I believe that there's going to be one day, one day, that everybody in the whole world will not have anger issues. And everybody will treat everybody with respect. I truly believe that's going to happen. I believe that wholeheartedly. So, that's where I'm at tonight with my, you know, mental illness. And remember, May, you know, May is Mental Awareness Month. And I wanted to say this too. I think, you know, they give it the month of May for mental awareness. I believe that it should be every month, not just May. I think it should be every month. We all need to talk about it more. We all need to bring it out and talk about it. I'm learning. And I'm new to it. It takes me a while to learn. But I'm going to do it. Not just for me, but for you. Everyoneans that are suffering. So I am. Um, I what I want to do is I, I just I, I want to put you into a meditation tonight. Okay. Um, you don't have to do it. You don't. And it's going to be a nice little easy one. Nothing hardcore. But what I'm going to do is, I'm going to take you to the middle of the earth. And I'm going to, you know, and we'll go from there. So what I want everybody to do, close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths, and totally clear your mind. What I want you to do now is I want you to go to the to the light that you see. I want you to walk to it. And don't worry, you're you're, you're surrounded by angels. No one's gonna hurt you on this one. And just walk to that light. Now you've walked through the hole. 
And now you're down here by a lake. You're sitting on some stones or some rocks down there, you know, right next to the lake, you know, where the water breaks on the shoreline. And I want you to look around. And I would like you to look at all the mountains. All, all the animals. All what God created. I want you to look at that. And now, as you open your eyes, you're going to see two dolphins come out of the water. And I want you to slowly walk out to the water. While the double, double, I'm sorry, let the dolphins come around and, and take you. Now, all of a sudden, you're going down into the water with two dolphins. And, and I want you to know that nothing's going to happen to you. But you got to trust the dolphins. Now, as you're going down through the ocean, down into the sea, you see all kinds of sharks. You see all kinds of whales. And they're swimming by you. And, and they're smiling. Not one of them are going to hurt you. And as the dolphins go down deeper, you see more fish. You see more aquatic life. You might see a mermaid. You might not. But just keep your eyes open and just look around you. And so now that you're coming close, you're going to see an orange light. And the dolphins are going to take you to that orange light. Now I want you to walk through. Oh, thank you, dolphins, for taking you there. And I want you to walk through that orange light and follow the path in front of you. And remember, nothing's going to hurt you. Nothing. And just open your eyes and look around. And just see what you see. Feel it. Feel all the love. Feel all the, the hot. Feel all the hot of the middle of the earth. Feel the love that's coming from the earth itself being pushed down into there. And it's all surrounding you. Feel it. Look at it. Touch it. Now as you walk that path. You're going to come to a clearing. You're going to sit on the rock that's in front of you. Now keep your eyes open. And all of a sudden, this big, tall, 
long gray hair woman stepping out from behind the wall looking at you and smiling let her do the talking to you because that lady has a message for you and listen to the message that she has for you Okay, now what I want you to do is thank the lady, and I want you to follow back to the path to where you came from, and the two dolphins are there waiting for you. Now what I want you to do is just walk right off into the water, and the dolphins will be there, and they'll take you back to shore. finally get to shore the dolphins let you go you turn them around you turn around and you say thank you always thank the animal that helps you now I'm going to count back from three and when I get down to one or zero once you open up your eyes, three, two, one, open your eyes. Hopefully that, you know, it worked for you. I know it works for me a lot. But it is getting time for me to close up shop. I want to tell everybody that I love them and I thank them for being here and listening to my show. I really do appreciate that. So have a good night. Sleep tight. And I will see you next week. Happy hunting.